the former president from this testimony. Can you tell us now whether or not he will definitely testify on Monday, Alina? Yeah, let me be very clear. I discouraged the former president from getting on a stand with a gag order. I would never discourage the former president from testifying because uh, quite honestly, our plan up until now was to have him testify. He always wanted to testify, and he should testify. When he has nothing to hide, it's the best thing you could do is put this great witness on that is going to stand up and tell you the truth. But the judge in this matter this week, we asked him to lift the gag order so that he could testify fully and completely. If he sees people whispering and creating a ruckus next to him, and he has a right to address that so that the record is complete, and so do his lawyers. Uh, that was why we said, this is not fair, this is rigged, this is a banana republic. Don't give them the, the energy of you coming in the room. Now, he already has took, taken the stand on this case. He took the stand on the case in the AG's case. Now we want him on our case, but I would say, and I still say, that having any client Get on a stand with a gag order as limited or large as this is a First Amendment violation, and you should not respect the court and give them the opportunity to hear you. But he is going to take the stand regardless, and he will navigate it. Donald Trump is set to testify in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case on Monday, and there you have Alina Habba saying that one of the difficulties Donald Trump may have is the fact that the gag order has been reimposed on him so he can't attack Judge Arthur Ngoron's law clerk. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Alina Haba, I've said before, is probably one of the worst and most dangerous lawyers, not just in the nation, but perhaps more broadly and perhaps giving it even a broader historical context. And Part of the danger that she has, too, is that she doesn't fully recognize what a bad lawyer she is, so she just keeps on digging and digging and digging. And right there, she's saying in this interview with Fox that in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case against Donald Trump over fraudulent financial valuations, a major concern that she had is that if the gag order um, had to be reimposed, which it is right now. It's going to prevent Donald Trump from just attacking Judge Ngoron's principal law clerk. And boy, Donald Trump wants to attack that law clerk. And if she starts passing notes to the judge or if she starts whispering to the judge, that's going to make Donald Trump very mad. And now he's not able to yell at her when he is on the stand. And that was his plan all along. It's like, what in the world are you even, what, what are we talking about here? This case is over fraudulent financial valuations and the fraudulent classifications of these properties, saying that a, a commercial property was a residential property, saying that all units were occupied when they weren't and they were rent controlled and just consistently misrepresenting the financials to different groups and having different sets of books. But Donald Trump is keen on attacking the law clerk right here. And here, Alina Haba, as she digs deeper to the depths of not just depravity, but delusion, she talks about how um, uh, that really Donald Trump has demonstrated that if anything, uh, his properties are even more valuable 
right now and that the New York Attorney General's office in this civil fraud case haven't proven anything. Here, play the clip. Uh, I mean, every attorney that we have talked to, from Saul Weisberg to Andy McCarthy to Jonathan Turley, says that this is so obviously a political prosecution, this specific case, this civil fraud case in New York, because the judge is elected, the AG is elected, she ran for governor, then she said she was going to get Trump, and that's how she was elected AG. Yeah. So that's the background here. But explain to me, you were denied the directed verdict in this case. Can you explain to us right. what that means and what are the next steps? You know, the appeal, what comes next on all of this? Yeah, thank you for asking me that. That's a great question that happened today in court. Um, I stood up, as did my colleagues, and we made very clear an argument that after hearing Deutsche Bank say that they still consider the Trump Organization a great client, that they paid their loans off early, nobody was not paid, their statements of financial condition were actually undervalued, and hearing that from experts who are on the Nobel Committee, Executive Committee recommendations, saying that the accounting records were perfect and those mistakes that may or may not have been on were not mistakes at all, they were called subjective valuations, which every real estate developer has. They were um, absolutely fine and there was absolutely no fault at all. And, the, and frankly, they even went further and said the New York Attorney General's complaint had no merit. There was absolutely no violations of any accounting principles. The judge shut us down, so I stood up and said, as did my colleague many times, that we need a directed verdict, meaning that they have not proven their case. They've closed their case. We are now putting on our case. And they cannot prove that we did anything wrong. Quite the contrary. All they've proven is that President Trump is worth a lot more than his financial condition. And if he wanted to inflate it, he would have put his brand alone, which is worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. But he didn't because there was no fraud. But you see, Alina Haba, the, the problem with that is, is that the judge has already made a ruling in connection with a summary judgment motion filed by the New York Attorney General that the undisputed evidence shows that Donald Trump engaged in fraud. So Donald Trump has already lost the case. And what this trial is about is disgorgement and other remedies. But the courts already made a finding that Donald Trump engaged in fraud. And the court's repeatedly gone over this to you and to your experts. You had some expert, Eli Bartov, testify this week. It went horrifically. And this guy was paid almost $900,000 from Trump's political action committee. You know, and he was basically saying, look, you know, the valuations of these properties all make sense. But here's the thing. If you look at Mar-a-Lago, the valuation of Mar-a-Lago, I've said it before. If Mar-a-Lago was a residential property... You could convince me that the Mar-a-Lago valuation is 250 to 300 million. Fine. It's not 1 million. It's not 1.5 billion. It's absurd to say, as some of Trump's other experts did, well, we could get the Saudis to buy it or, or Elon Musk would pay 1.5 billion. That's ridiculous. And that's uh, pure conjecture and it makes no sense. But you want to convince me it's 250, 300 million as a residential property? Sure. But where this case involves undisputed facts is that Donald Trump devalued the property by making it a commercial property, executing a deed and various easements that make it clear it's a club, taking in membership so that he didn't have to pay himself for the property, but memberships could basically fund the property, and so that he could pay less property taxes. So Trump was paying property taxes on a valuation that he stipulated to for under $27 million so that he could pay less property taxes. He wasn't 
paying property taxes on a property worth 250 to 300 million dollars and certainly not 1.5 billion dollars because that would add up to high eight and nine figures if he had to do so. So that's the undisputed facts of the fraud right there. If you've got loved ones who depend on you like I do, why leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Life insurance gives your family a safety net that can cover expenses like mortgage payments or college costs so they won't have to worry about money while getting back on their feet. Luckily, Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple, and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help talk you through it. Even if you already have life insurance policy through your work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you ever leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. No wonder why they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. More on this Eli Bartov character as well. Bartov was paid nearly $900,000 by Donald Trump's Save America Political Action Committee, which was purportedly raising funds for his uh, election or purportedly raising funds for his p political stuff. I mean, not to pay his expert fees, but that's where uh, the people who are donating money to a billionaire, that's where their money's going. The purported billionaire doesn't want to pay the expert himself. So the uh, the, the donors are uh, making those payments after Donald Trump cons them and grifts off of them. Um, it should be noted too, you know, as you see Alina Habba there talking about how, well, Donald Trump's going to show up, but he may get distracted by the fact that he can't attack the law clerk. So Eric Trump was supposed to testify last week. Eric did not show up as Donald Trump posts. I told my wonderful son, Eric, not to testify tomorrow at the rigged trial. And it goes on to say, his young life has already been unfairly disturbed and disrupted enough of this on this corrupt trial, Donald Trump writes. His young life, he's like a 39-year-old turning 40-year-old man. He's supposed to be the leader of the Trump organization. And for all the people who want to magasplain to me and go, here, Ben, you don't understand accounting. You see, the fair market value is always 3,000 to 5,000% more than what the appraised value is of the property by the tax assessors when Donald Trump stipulates to the lower valuation. Okay, well, that's not true at all, but let's think about it like this. Eric Trump was one of the co-trustees, the leader of the Trump organization, and he's asked questions about statement of financial conditions on his deposition. So Eric's too afraid to show up for direct examination. Just think about that. The main representative for the company who should know about their books and records and how they conduct their finances he does not show up for direct examination in the defense case. 
He just does the cross-examination. And I'll show you, this is from his deposition where he was cross-examined. Eric's whole shtick is that he doesn't know anything about the organization that he runs. Think about that. He's supposed to be the person who runs it. Donald Trump said that Eric's the one who knows all about this. And when Eric is questioned, Eric basically says that he doesn't, he doesn't even, who's Cushman Wakefield? Who's this? I, I kind of recognize the name, but I was just out there pouring concrete. Here, play the clip. Um, and do you recognize the name David McArdle? Um, I recognize the name very vaguely, um, and I, yeah, I recognize the name very, very vaguely, uh, Cushman, Cushman Wakefield, um, yes, I, I recognize the name. Um, and does this refresh your recollection that in mid-2014, um, Cushman and Wakefield had been retained to provide consulting services related to an analysis of the estimated value of a potential conservation easement on all or part of the Seven Springs estate. Uh, truthfully, Andy, it really doesn't. Um, this isn't to me. Um, I didn't sign this. This looked like it was something between Sherry Dillon um, and Cushman and Wakefield. Um, it's extremely consistent with what she would have done. Um, it's extremely inconsistent with what my role is at the company. I just don't, I think I was very kind of clear that to the best of my knowledge, I really haven't been involved. Um, in appraisal work on this property. Well, um, are, are you saying that this engagement um, could have happened without your knowledge and approval? I'm just saying I don't remember this. Um, I'm not on here. I never signed this document. Um, I, I just don't seem to recall anything about this. You know, it's, I pour concrete. I operate properties. I don't focus on appraisals between a law firm and a Cushman. This is just not, it's not what I do in my day-to-day -day responsibilities. And, and I, I mean, I hardly recognize the name on here. And that, folks, goes to the crux of the fraud here. Trump, Eric, Don Jr., they say they know nothing about it. They blame their professionals. The professionals, like the lawyers and the accountants, they know they gave us all of the data. The Trumps deny it, and they pay some expert $900,000 from the political action committee to say whatever they want him to say. And then Trump's whining through Alina Haba that he can't attack the judge's principal law clerk when he testifies on Monday. Make that make sense, folks. You can't. It's just, it's MAGA logic or illogic. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers thanks to your support. Thank you so much. And check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Have a good one. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.